Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. for prayer for who, Sister Yvonne? Sister Ramona, today's her birthday. Oh, for Ramona? Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Happy birthday, Ramona, if you're on the call. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Can you please keep me in your prayers? Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm having some issues. Okay, I got you down. Glad to help me. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Good morning. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, go right ahead. Good morning, everyone. It's Sister Tracy. Happy, happy Wednesday. Um, if you guys can also lift my family up in prayer, uh, the James family. Um, my aunt's in hospice, and I got the phone call yesterday, and I said God is in charge of everything. That's what I told my family. Okay, I'm writing it down now. Okay, thank you. We'll be praying. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes. I'm not sure. Can you guys hear that static? Yes. Yeah, I can too. I'm not quite sure where it's coming from. If you're not speaking, can you place your phone on mute, please? Okay, go right ahead. Thank you. Yes, good morning, Sister Sylvia. I have a few requests as well. Um... Uh, one okay, is for my sister. Let me uh, I need another page. <laughs> hold it okay. Sorry about that. Okay. Okay. One is for uh, my sister Denise. She's been in the hospital. She had several strokes. You said she had several strokes. Yes. Okay. And the other one is for Alexi. And Lexi is my um, my dog that I've had for 13 years. She's having heart failure. Okay. 
almost like my child. So thank you. Keep me lifted up too. Thank you. Okay. Okay. And Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has called in? Good morning, Valuable. This is Sonia. Good morning, Sonia. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning, fellas. This is Miss B. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, Miss B. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning, Valacitas. Happy Wednesday, as Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Good morning, Prosperous. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning, people. Good morning, Declare Victory. It is a good day to bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Have a great day, everyone. Good morning and happy Wednesday, Rochelle. Thank you. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. And I just want to start off with a reminder that if you have a prayer request, you can um, submit it online at declarevictory.org. All right. Good morning, everyone. Oh, I still hear someone off me. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to continue calling in during the month of September where our monthly theme is entitled Evangelism and Discipleship. Each declare will focus on the care required in loving God as you sit under his teaching, along with those who proclaim God's word, announcing the Savior's coming. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory fasts for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. 
Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have prayer requests. The first one is from Prosperous Pam. Well, actually, this one is a praise report. She has um, submitted a praise report and says, A few weeks ago, Prosper submitted a prayer request for her friend Michael to get access to an epidural to relieve his debilitating pain so he could move forward towards uh, working to be well enough for a kidney transplant. Well, he now has an appointment scheduled to get this done. Glory to God. So we just thank God for hearing and answering our prayer and for Michael's complete healing. Amen. Yvette Brown is requesting prayer for herself. JC is requesting prayer for her niece, Trinette. Trinette's son-in-law was killed over the weekend. Yvonne is asking for prayer for Ramona. Today is Ramona's birthday. Happy birthday, Moxie. Uh, Susie is asking for prayer for herself. Tracy is asking for prayer for the James family. Tracy's aunt is in hospice. And then Sylvia, she is asking for prayer for her sister, Denise. She is in the hospital and has had several strokes. And she's also asking for prayer for her dog, Lexi. Lexi has heart failure. And Sylvia would like for us to just lift her up in prayer as well. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia. Declaration by Dion. And then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is from Mark chapter 16, verse 15. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Sonia. Have a blessed day. Good morning, Abba. We thank you this morning for all that you have done on yesterday and bringing us into this day, Lord God. And as we come closer to thee and draw nigh unto thee, Lord God, we surrender our will right now on the trading floor and just want to come to you and say thank you for that, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, and as we come closer to thee and draw nigh unto thee, Lord God, and we just bow down our head and lift up our heart this morning and just surrender, Lord God, and we say, and we let out the breath that we have within our bodies, Lord God. It is nothing but your grace and your mercy that you have drawn us with your water, Lord God. You have drawn us with your word. You have drawn us with, God, with your love, my Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for the joy. We thank you for the peace, Lord God. We thank you for your, your, your purpose within us, my Heavenly Father. But first and most, most important, Lord God, 
I thank you for those that have just had the just the things to just to bring to you, Lord God, to ask for prayer, Lord God, to ask for those to stand in the gap for those that are asking for prayer for Michael, Lord God. We thank you for the praise report. We thank you for the things that you are doing within him, my heavenly father. Lord God, that you may get the glory. Lord God, we, we ask that you look upon Yvette because she asked for prayer for herself, my Heavenly Father. She opened up her mouth because she knows who and who she is in you, my Heavenly Father. We look upon Trinette and her family, Lord God, because we know that you are the great comforter, my Heavenly Father. We know that you will shield them, Lord God. We know that you will uplift them. We know that they are bared up in your arms right now, my Heavenly Father. We thank you for Moxie, Lord God. We thank you for that another year has come by and that you have blessed her, that you have kept her, Lord God, that you have expanded her, Lord God. You have opened up her eyes and her ears, Lord God. Lord God, we ask that you look upon Tracy and her family, the James family, Lord God, that you are standing in the midst right now, Lord God, that your will is going to be done. Lord God, look upon Sylvia because she has requested prayer for Denise and her dog. Lord God, we ask that you comfort Sylvia, Lord God. Give her the wisdom, Lord God. Look upon her mind and her heart, Lord God. And as we press even forth into prayer, as we seek thee right now, not with our hands, but with our heart, Lord God, we just want to say thank you on this day. We say thank you, Lord God, because we get to surrender our will. We get to sit down at your table today. We get to stuck with you today, Lord God, and ask, Lord God, what is it that you have for us to do for you this day? We get to ask, Lord God, where do you desire for us to walk today? We get to ask you, Lord God, we open up our hands to you, Lord God, and what is it that you want to put in our hands to do, Lord God? For those that are in need, my Heavenly Father, where do you want us to love on someone? Where do you want us to stand in the gap, Lord God? We thank you, Lord, because it says, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continue to be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Lord God, as, so, as on this day, Lord God, we are here for you. We ask, Lord God, nothing of ourselves but to do what you have asked for us to do this day. So as we take our phones off of you, we open up our mouths this day and surrender our will and say, thank you, Father, for what you have done. We say, thank you, Lord thank God, you, for what thank you have you. already getting ready to do. Thank we thank you for what you're going to do in the future, Lord God, because what you are doing in our lives right now, Lord God, is already in our hands, Lord God. We thank you that you have already written Thank you. 
God, we thank you. And we thank you. We thank you, Lord God. Dion, I pass the call to you. Well, good morning. God morning. Great morning. And happy Wednesday. It is Wait While You Wait Wednesday. And as always, I am excited. I'm grateful. I thank you, Valuable. Thank you, Sonia, and thank you to you 
my DB family, for opening your mouth wide and sparing not. I am appreciative of another opportunity to get this little thing called life right. It could have went another way. How about that? Amen. Um, real quick before I go any further, I just want to ensure that you guys can hear me. And yes, I ma'am. don't sound all right. Cool beans. Appreciate you. Um, it's been such uh, an amazing journey just these last few days. Hey, today is my mommy's 70, uh, 72nd birthday. I can't believe I'm saying that. Whoa. Uh, yeah, today is September 13th, and I can't wait to call her and hear her voice and wish her a happy birthday. It just dawned on me, not that I didn't know, but anyway, um, again, happy Wednesday. I'm grateful for uh, this month's share. Uh, Jacqueline had us all in text threads on yesterday and talking about uh, vandalism, <laughs> uh, evangelism or evangelism versus vandalism. Um, and I think I realized on yesterday, not only have I been vandalized uh, in in evangelism efforts, but I've been traumatized in some cases. And so I, I'm grateful that Holy Spirit um, saw fit for uh, us to have these conversations in this critical hour um, for kingdom dwellers, for kingdom livers, for those who want to go beyond religion and move into relationship, but more than anything, for those that realize and recognize the value of the power of evangelism, not just for yourself as an individual, but for the body at large, for um, for people who don't recognize that they are included, um, that this is a very inclusive idea, uh, a very inclusive um, context and construct. I'm, I'm grateful for all of those um, that have moved out of complacency concerning your faith and uh, even the idea of sharing it, because to be very honest, um, it's not a common conversation. Um, you know, for, for most of us that have been part of the country club idea uh, of church where um, which which is completely necessary and, and, and don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Um, there is a relational component of Sunday morning worship or Wednesday night Bible study or if you sing in the choir, um, showing up at choir rehearsal or if you're part of the ushers and greeters team, having that um, as a collective. And I think one of uh, the major benefits of that is should one person in the group, no matter what sphere you're in, no matter what your um, your servant lane is, if you pay real close attention, because God is very strategic in all that he does, there's almost always a plant in in that um, that ministry head, you know, ushers and greeters, pastors, uh what is it called? Uh, we would kind of say armor bearer. Some people don't necessarily even know what that is, but oh shoot, somebody text me the word, text me the word for it. Um, pastoral care, 
uh, whatever the, the leadership head is, there's almost always somebody who is always conscious or cognizant uh, of relational connection with Jesus as opposed to just um, our religious experience and exposure. And to be real honest, until Holy Spirit draws you, until um, Jesus has a need to introduce you to the Father, because keep in mind, uh, according to the Word of God, None can get to the Father except by the Son. Roundabout in John 14, and eh, probably starting at like 15 or something. If if Jesus doesn't introduce you to the Father, listen, you just ain't gonna get there. That's the end of that, right? Um, nevertheless, I think as we delve a little bit deeper into um, evangelism, and I'm, I'm gonna start there because there are Round about six methods, and if, if there are more, if there are more that you may know of, um, I'd, I'd love it. Uh, if you, you send me a text with your idea, but by the time I finish sharing this morning, prayerfully you'll be able to find yourself somewhere in one of these headings or ideas or methodologies of actually sharing your faith with confidence and competence to the degree that it's not uncomfortable. And in, in some cases, I don't know that these conversations um, are had frequently enough for you really to find yourself or to find your comfort zone as it relates to sharing your faith, which is really pinnacle, um, even though we've said over and over again so far this month that uh, one plants, another waters, God gives the increase. It's kind of like in, in in the context of the wheat and the tear grow together. Sometimes you may be a planter. Sometimes you may be a water. But ultimately, it is only through the power of the Holy Spirit that conversion happens or transformation happens, right? The word says be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The reality is if you never do anything different with your current circumstances, if you remain exactly the same from now till forever, nothing ever changes. The reality is small, uh, minimal changes, minimal shifts in a daily routine, in, in habits, in conversation, in dialogue, in vernacular or language or um, your, your style or methodology, methodology of sharing until you start to alter, shift, change, um, transform how you communicate, nothing changes, right? Nothing changes. Um, before I go real far into this, even with regard to um, our fasting days, right, um, our because Wednesday is the designated day for us to push our plates back, I, I appreciate it because it gives me an opportunity to clear my head. But what you also notice is anybody who has time to spend time with you in close proximity, if you fast every Wednesday, and for some odd reason, every Wednesday, dang near, they have a potluck at work or somebody will call you and invite you to, to brunch or lunch or 
extend to you uh, one of them demonic crumble cookies or one of them devil-worshipping Krispy Kreme donuts, right, or whatever your little thing is. But if you constantly say, because there's a discipline through evangelism even, on Wednesday, eh, I I can't really eat that right now. And initially, you may not explain. I, I normally don't, or I'll just say, "No, no, I'm I'm good. No, no, I'll pass." Um, but again, if you spend close time in proximity with me, chances are on Wednesday, you'll see me reading my word a little bit more frequently, or listening to uh, some type of ministry, something, some type of teaching, Bill Johnson or Oak or some, you know. Um, Sometimes it's just a word in and of itself. But those little things, those small, what we consider nuances, begin to kind of send up flags in people's heads when they see you consistently operating from a specific place, doing a certain thing, right? And and they may not say anything. And I'll give you uh, an example. Um, again, um, because Tanya's evangelism to me um, turned discipleship because I got to see her frequently. And, you know, before we were ever friends, I got to visualize what it looked like to have your word out. Um, and, and not that I didn't, you know, I, I just, I hadn't been drawn. Um, I hadn't been pulled into the deeper things of Christ yet, right? But I was always very God conscious. I just didn't know how to implement it. I always saw my grandmother reading her Bible, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I always saw my mom reading her Bible. Uh, my grandmother um, was not a very vocal person, but I knew that she started her day every day with the Word of God, and I would hear her hum or sing while she cooked, right? Those are demonstrations of connection with God, right? And so whether or not you know it, on a day-to-day basis, people that have the um, opportunity to be in close proximity, to be in relationship, to have connection with you, they are observing every single thing that you do. One of the things I love about DV is we give people the room to become. We give people the space to grow. We give people the grace to listen, until you shift, you haven't shifted. It, it is what it is until it's different, right? And so um, even hearing Tarina share this morning, I've known Tarina for, um, I don't know how old them kids are, probably 30 years, I, I, around about 25, 30 years. Um, Tarina has in times past been one of the most shy people I've ever encountered, right? and I've had the privilege of spending time with her close up. Now, she didn't always know it, but I would harass her and be like, girl, come over here. What you doing? (laughs) Come go with me so-and-so and and such and such, right? Uh, Where your friends at? (laughs) But to hear her um, and and even to watch her on social media today, um, just kind of sharing from a space of confidence and competence, not operating in that spirit of timidity, right? Um, I, I know that it is a direct reflection of, number one, her mother's prayers. I'll, I'll say that because I know that I can say that with confidence. 
um, her, you know, always being exposed to Christ, but even being able to come out of that place of comfort of being really quiet and not really talking unless addressed that that was Tarina. But as time goes on and you move out of religion into relationship, Tarina is boots on the ground. And she may not be heck loud, but to hear her today in contrast to 10 years ago when when this call started and she like, listen, it's my turn to share. <laughs> I'm like, go on, Trina. But anyway, um, the goal here is that each of us, everybody on this call, um, you find your lane. And you find your lane in such a way that whatever ministry you are a part of, you become an asset, right? You are not just a commodity. You're not just something to shake a stick at. Uh, you, you actually are a major contributor or factor in people's lives going from the mediocre and mundane to the more than anything, those that have mastered their lane, those who have uh, can, can technically put together a system that can be modeled to others, so much so that it impacts the masses one person at a time. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go into some scripture, give some context and some constructs for uh, a kind of how, how some of the things that I've recognized as a blood, blood washed, born again believer responsible for adding to the kingdom daily. Right, so everybody has an approach. Now, for me, I use a myriad of things. After I've studied a people, sometimes it is just at approach or original contact that I will make a decision on what my approach is or is not. Sometimes it's just unctioned by the Holy Spirit in that moment, um, so much so that I don't have to think or figure out what style or approach it is. Uh, sometimes it is in the moment or um, in an apologetic way because there are, uh, I, I believe deeply in apologetics, if you are equipped to argue effectively uh, the word of God. But um, I am usually extremely direct, <laughs> right? By the time, listen, what, what do you believe, honey? What you, what you believe in? You shoestrings and uh, ho-hos and ding-dongs, cows. What you do, burn candles? Say, well, like, what, what you on? Now, most of the time, if I ask, I pretty much already know because Holy Spirit has shared it with me. Um, but for some, that's not going to win them, right? That's not going to create an opportunity, right? So initially... A direct approach, which is kind of like Acts, the second chapter, when Peter addresses the crowd at Pentecost, right? He boldly proclaims the gospel to every person that's in that sphere, in that space. That that That's like a, a Sunday morning worship service, right? Um, usually people that are very direct have a gift uh, of preaching and teaching. They they usually assert themselves very straightforward, right? Um, they they teach, preach, um, or share Christ with the expectation of a response. 
right? People that are very direct, there's usually um, an expectation, not necessarily of a dialogue, but it creates a thought-provoking atmosphere, so much so that there is a spirit response, right? Um, The issue isn't forced. It's not like I'm not going to make you because either you hear it or you don't. Either you believe me or you don't. There is no middle with people who have a, a direct approach. Usually people that are direct are charismatic. Um, they, they are usually extremely um, blunt, but very contagious, right? So so what direct people, the, the context of the conversation is usually very redirecting. It, it's like uh, Saul before he became Paul at the the road of Damascus, he was confronted with the truth and positioned to make a decision to either go left or go right, go up or go down, right? Usually direct people carry um, a knack for being able to um, mm, provoke thought in a person, right? So, So that approach is Usually by the by the time I teach or I share, um, some people end up mad at me. That's a redirecting conversation, right? As as blunt and as truthful and as raw and as real it is as it is, um, some people get offended, right? But again, it's a process. If you get offended, it means that I did my job well. Right. If you get uncomfortable, it means that whatever I shared was effective. Okay. All right. So, so that's method number one. Uh, the second method is the intellectual approach. Right. The biblical person who best exemplifies this approach, um, I think we all know this answer is Paul. Right. He he was an intellectual. He was a writer. He was indignant about his approach, even in writing the letters to the churches. Uh, We can see many examples of him being um, the one with rationale. Acts 17 uh, says, Paul uh, reasoned with the philosophers and the thinkers at Athens, right? Today, this is practiced by apologists and other logical thinkers. I think one of um, my greatest exposures to an intellectual evangelist, uh, pastor, leader, teacher is probably William Coleman. Now, me and Will, William Coleman, we have fun. We tag team people in comments. Sometimes I see something that is so far fetched. Um, and he is a, a theologian. He is um, a lecturer. He is um, a historian. He loves information. And sometimes, even though we don't always agree, I get that. We don't we don't always agree in methods or you know, but I, I love his thinking. His thinking is one of the things that caused PFBC um to to grow and expand as it relates to men. Right? Men love spending time with William Coleman, number one, because he is highly relational. And we'll talk about that method in a moment. But um, you can ask William Coleman anything. And if he does not know the answer, please believe this. He's going to put his 
left hand under his uh, right elbow. He's going to take his two fingers and put them right up by his mustache and his thumb on his chin. He's going to stare up into the sky to the left to recall. (laughs) And he's going to go through his Rolodex, and he's going to find some content to give you that relates to whatever it is that you asked. Right? Um, I love his approach as it relates to being a critical thinker. Right? So that is part of an intellectual approach. Right? So one of the things about people who share their faith uh, as an intellectual is sometimes you can overthink. Sometimes you can talk yourself out of the truth, unfortunately. Sometimes it creates roadblocks even in your mind or in your impact because some people, um, because of overthinking, Let me give an example. You ever notice that when college students go away to school, um, they usually come back dang near as atheists. Why do you think that is? Right? This is just one of them say lie moments. Right? A, A lot of times, because of being underexposed to anything other than the religion that mama, grandmama, great-grandmama used um, the methodologies, the processes, the practices, because you've been underexposed. Uh-oh, it's kind of cracking. Okay. Okay. Is that better, Cheryl? Sorry, guys. Um, because you've been underexposed, when you start to get exposed to different ideas, methods, thought processes, ideas, it's hard to rationalize that grandma's way, mama's way, great-grandmama's way may not be the way or the method that's going to serve you best. You may not get the greatest outcomes with that process. Okay, thank you. Right, so get this. Second, I mean, uh, Timothy 1 Timothy 3 and 15 says, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have, right? You ought to be able to contend with the best of them. Sometimes I see stupid stuff on social media concerning um, this amazing God that has revolutionized my life, that has transformed my heart, that has given me a greater, deeper level of understanding through relationship with Jesus and connection with Holy Spirit, so much so that it it changed how I move, it changed how I operate, it changes how I think, right? But one of the things I appreciate is because 2 Timothy 2.15 says, study to show thyself approved, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. One of the things I love, be it an intellectual approach, be it a direct approach, be it a testimonial approach, you cannot unlearn or unexpose me to the hand of God that's been in and on my life, right? Um, You cannot by any means convince me, no matter how intellectual you are, uh, no matter how much you disagree with how I believe, you can't convince me that what I've lived did not happen. 
right? So one of the things about dealing with an intellectual person, sometimes you disarm them with a different approach. Now, we're still talking about the approaches of evangelism, direct approach, the intellectual approach. Now, let's talk about the testimonial approach. Well, that, that is what it is. We, we hear this often. I once was blind, uh, but now I see. And I've never seen the righteous forsaken, right? We, we see the example of uh, Jesus putting spit on the eyes of a man saying, now go wash. And don't tell nobody, just go wash your eyes. This man runs into the city and everybody is like, hey, ain't you the one been blind all your life? Aren't you the one that could not see, period? Me like, yeah, it was me, right? One of the things that is probably most impactful and, and has given me the expansive reach that God has afforded me, the, the influence that God has afforded me, was through one of my greatest tragedies, right? And the fact that I didn't end up walking down the street with my purse around my neck, chewing cotton, expecting that it somehow magically turned into chicken, uh, is Josiah being away at college and, and that process and that um, the reality is the expectation, my expectation was that I was going to bury my child, I, if I just, you know, be honest, right? But for people to have access to see him live his face out loud, some people, you'd be surprised at the myriad of inbox messages that I get, the number of phone calls that I get that are specific to that particular process, right? Testimonial approaches are a lot more impactful and effective uh, to people that have had the opportunity to observe you walk through a process, right? We can find numerous examples of, of testimonies, of, of the how-tos and the what-tos. This is a perfect opportunity if you know you're good at storytelling, right? If you're good at storytelling, chances are your method of evangelism is just that. It's testimonial, right? We're still just talking about the methods of evangelism. It means find your space and fit in there. Uh, one of the things I love about um, this amazing vehicle that God has afforded me the opportunity to steward is that I, I never have to expand myself. I never have to promote myself or put myself on a pedestal because I understand that it's not mine, right? To have the testimony that I've watched lives transform through this line, right? And it, it's not just inclusive of me and how I teach and what I say, but it, it it's a, a, a collaboration, a, a big gumbo pot. I can testify um, to people like Trina going from not talking in the space to talk openly and broadly. I, I have uh, uh, the advantage of being able to say uh, for folks like Yolandra, who wouldn't say nothing and almost cut me when I said, all right, you're up, to people like Moxie and Yvonne, been on the call um, probably for a couple of years now, but Yvonne being empowered to, to host and to greet in the morning, despite all of her challenges, it's a gift to the body, so much so that she has 
found value um, in her sound, right, to be able to testify to the books, the businesses, the ministries that have been birthed as a result of this being an evangelism and discipleship pool, right? So when we talk about testimonials, especially for those of you that have been here for a while that went from not really understanding to having confidence and competence in God. For those of you that have uh, that, that showed up without a prayer language, who now effectively and consistently speak in tongues. For those who had not once upon a time uh, uh, used their language on a regular basis because we were taught the religious method to be able to testify that you use your language to empower your walk on a day-to-day basis. Those are testimonies of just declare victory, right? When I look at my bookshelf at all the books that have been birthed in this process, um, it it helps me on the days when I want to throw this whole thing away. Um, on the weeks where uh, my account ended up red because I had to pay for things for declared victory that hundred and some people get on, right? And and didn't think to give a dollar, ten dollars, a hundred dollars, or whatnot, right? When I look at what happens here, I know that God is always. And sometimes I think He just tests me. Just be honestly. You gonna keep doing it, and right, and so so again, we're still talking about methods of evangelism. Let me go to the next one. So we have direct, we have intellectual, we have testimonial, and now let's talk about relational and what that looks like. Right. So so for me, I do my best work in relationships. Right. Um, one of the, the gifts that I was given, you guys hear me refer to him all the time, was Newton Carey Jr. Um, not only did he teach me how to pray through relationship, um, he taught me how to pray scripture and not feeling. He taught me how to pray scripture and not circumstance. He taught me how to pray uh, the word of God and not say, Father God, Father God, Father God, Father God. Uh, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, like you don't know his name. He taught me that, right? And so for 25-plus years, I, I have spent time trying to help people understand that even when you do that, it, it's filler words. It's because you need more content in your heart. You need more context in your heart, which means you need to spend more time in your words so that those filler words don't overtake your prayer, right? It means that you can't think of anything else to say in that spot. And some people, because of our religious exposure, it's just all that we do. Well, my daddy taught me not only how to approach the throne, but then after we would pray, just about every day, he would take me to breakfast and talk to me about the truth of the word of God. That was Monday through Friday. And I did that for um, several years, right? And and what we'll look at is, um, let, let's think about this. In, in all of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you can find context that is specific to this idea. When Jesus first arrived on the scene in doing his ministry, 
at the age of 30 years old, the first thing he did was cultivate his tribe. He pulled together his team. He started to establish that there were people that he was going to disciple. His evangelism method was, I know what you're doing, but stop doing that and come follow me. Right? Don't don't worry about that. Come go with your boy. Right? I'm, I'm, I know you're fishing, but what I'm going to do is teach you to be fishers of men. I know they don't like you because you're the tax collector. You're the bully of the bunch. Uh, I know you are the least likely to succeed. If we were to have um, an award ceremony, don't nobody like you. Uh, <laughs> but don't worry about none of that. I got you. Come rock with your voice. Right? So his expansive approach was highly relational. Come sit with me. Come walk with me. Right? Come reason with me. Come up close anything about me. Um, I've spent most of my life with a very open door policy. I spent a lot of close proximity time, especially with millennials, uh, with younger folks, but with folks of age as well. My responsibility is to relationally pour into the lives of other, others with mine. I understand what I'm called to, which is most of the time why I tell um, 90% of my business, y'all don't get it all, but, you know, I'm, I'm, it's my job, right? It's my responsibility to build relationships um, the same way that I was pulled into kingdom understanding, to kingdom revelation. Now, of course, Jesus drew me. The power of the Holy Spirit has kept me, but initially I had to have a teacher. Now, I had been in church all my life, had nobody taken the time to build a relationship with me. They was too busy telling me what not to do. They were too busy telling me I was going to go to hell for going to the movies or uh, bowling or not wearing a dress. You lie. You going to hell probably faster than me. I'm, I'm not because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. And I, I like Jesus. I appreciate him. I could have been kicking poles a long time ago, right? But there are all kinds of different methods and approaches to this. Are you a highly relational person? Now, surprisingly, I'm, I'm more introverted than I am extroverted. Now, you wouldn't think that. But for people that know me, listen, I could spend a huge amount of time alone and, and never even realize that that's what's happening, right? All right, so, so again, let me just recap. We have Originally, we have the direct approach, the intellectual approach, the testimonial approach, um, uh, the relational approach, and now the invitational approach. Now, this is the one, y'all be some, some squares on this, right? Y'all don't really have a heart to invite nobody. When the last time you invited somebody to church? Real talk. When, when the last time you said, hey, I'm about to run to the house of worship on Sunday. Come rock with your girl. Come rock with your boy. Come, come ride with me. Let's let's go, um, and then let's go get something to eat after. My treat. I got you. I'm gonna let you sit in that for a minute. Why don't you pull your calendar out? Look at it. Look at all these, all these Sundays on this calendar. <laughs> Out of these 52 weeks. You you will have had 52 opportunities. It should be at le at minimal, at minimal. And and this is putting it real lightly. 
52 people should have gotten an invitation from you in 2023. At least 52 people. I'm quiet on purpose. I'm going to sit here for a minute. How many people are better because you've used one of these methods? How many people have had complete life transformation um, simply because you extended an invitation to them? Right? How, how do you become so contagious? This, this is my favorite ask. People will send me an inbox message. Dion, what church do you go to? Now, if you know me, <laughs> I say a lot of stuff in my head first <laughs> before I answer, right? But then I start to scan my head for ministries that would be suitable for this person, right? Yeah, 52 invitations. That should be your goal every year. At You owe the kingdom 52 invites. Yeah, that's that's real. You owe it, okay? Right? So I start scanning in my head. Nope. Can't send them over there. They hella religious. They're going to send them straight to hell. Nope. Can't send them over there. They're a little too liberal. This person might be a little too uptight for that, right? Nope. Can't send them over there. They stand up and worship too long, <laughs> right? So I literally, in my head, when people ask me what church I go to, um, Holy Spirit usually gives me instructions on where to send them. Well, you probably don't necessarily want to come where I go, but I know a place, right? Do you have a Rolodex of where to refer people? Now, get this. The cold part is, fortunately, I just got to the point now where I will invite people to the, to declare victory because I understand it's not mine, right? Um, and I, I never wanted anyone to think that I thought more highly of declare victory than I do church. But let me tell you what I know. When people come into the body of Christ, the introduction that they experience, how they experience who Jesus is, is predicated on where they land. For some people and, you know, for some people even on this phone, your experience and your exposure may not have been positive at a specific church with a specific body. It doesn't mean that the whole body is defiled, but what I know about the clear victory is you, there's a grace here. We're not, gonna, we're not sending you to hell. Um, you, you can do that yourself. I mean, you know, if you, you want to condemn yourself, but we, what we try to do is equip people to know that once you are in the body, God gives us grace to grow, right? He gives us the room to grow and to become, but they can't become, you can't become until you come, right? Until you actually show up. And it's a process. Even with, with I don't know, maybe 60 people, 70 people on the call this morning, if you invited one person, now mind you here, because we have two calls every day, Monday through Friday, six in the morning and six or seven in the evening, right? That's two 
separate opportunities in a day to connect with Father. Two in one day times four to five weeks. No reason that some, now again, it's not for everybody. We are a literal spiritual boot camp that is sit here for every single one of you. If you hear, it's because there is a body of believers that need you to be equipped, equipped, empowered, and entrusted with the ability to do this thing that is key, that is paramount to the body of Christ. Without evangelism, you show up at the churches that when you walk in the door, especially if you have any type of spiritual gifting with regard to seeing or prophecy, you walk into it and it smells like a mortuary because everybody in it are senior. There is no new blood. All you got is sticks. But God sent you to that church and you complaining that it's dead why you're there. Duh. So that you can, because sheep go get sheep, not pastors, right? We create relationships, right? We bring the young blood. Well, he don't teach this way. He don't teach that way. Okay. Well, intercessor, what are you praying for your leader? Right? He ain't this. He still, he sleep around with so-and-so. All right. Hey, intercessor, how are you covering your leader, especially if you know God sent you there, <laughs> right? So so we have all these different methods and, and operations. Now, let, let me give you the last one as it's 7 o'clock. So the final is the service approach. Now, if you know nothing else about me, uh, and, and this is not just for um, those that are homeless or in the street, we serve. Right? There, there is something about the heart of a servant. You guys have no idea. And as a matter of fact, I have a, a, an ask of you. I got a phone call yesterday. Somebody who's been around the Claire Victory for quite some time. I won't say her name. Um, and I won't tell you all of her circumstances as uh, you may pinpoint who I'm talking about. And that's not my, my place or position. But we are equipped to empower other people to empower themselves. She had a really bad experience, and um, I, I thank God for building relationship, right, relational evangelism for generations, right? Some of the seeds that we have sown in people's lives give me access to them to be of service. How can I help you? What do you need? How can I be of assistance to you in this critical moment? Well, um, she is in the process of a medical crisis. Uh, only to be abandoned uh, in the middle of the, the beginning of the month without rent paid, without uh, money for food on a very limited income. Um, her husband abandoned her in the middle of a cancer bout. So her rent isn't paid. She don't have no money for groceries. Well, last night I'm scurrying, trying to put together some money because the girl got to eat. Not only that, but you're fighting cancer. Cancer has the ability um, to not only damage how you process your information in the middle of cotton-picking, stupid, dumb, ugly chemotherapy, but this child trying to fight cancer um, and figure out how to, how to have a roof over her head, just even for this month. Before she, she get evicted, 
trying to go to chemotherapy. Listen, cancer is cruel when you don't have hope. So I'm going to ask for anyone that can and will, do you mind sowing into Declare Victory so I can make sure that this girl has at least some money towards her bills for this month? I don't know about next month. We're working on something. I'm trying to help her talk to some social workers so we can make sure she got it, can take some of the pressure off because it's a lot. And you never know what people are going through. Right? Evangelism isn't just, hey, do you know Jesus? Listen, sometimes people need stuff. I almost cussed right there. Hard, too. Sometimes people need you to listen. Sometimes people need you to engage them and remind them that, yes, absolutely, there's hope. And if he did it for me, he can do it for you. There comes testimonial evangelism. And then you say, listen, what's your prayer life like? That's direct. Listen, are you praying? Because I can, I can meet, help you meet this need temporarily, but you've got to get in the face of God. What, what is your prayer watch? Because everybody has one. Now, whether or not you operate in it, I, I don't know. That's not up to me, but I'm telling you, you got one. Even if it's in the middle of the day or at 3 p.m. in the afternoon, I'm telling you, if you have any relationship with Holy Spirit, there is a season, a time, a moment in a day that he summons you to come in. Come spend some time. Talk to me for if it's just five minutes, whatever it is. Because at the end of the day, the sooner we can get you to acknowledge, right, that, that you are useful and necessary for the kingdom, the sooner you will assume responsibility for why we evangelize. Listen, it's only my responsibility to catch you, to teach you, and to send you. I love it when I get phone calls, Dion, uh, this is looming in my spirit, right? The, the Lord has been calling me to do X, Y, Z. Do it then. It doesn't intimidate me. Do me a favor. This is just a word to the wise. If God gave you something to do, and you, even if it's this, if it's something exactly like this, let me know so I can help support you. Let me know so I can help you build it. It's what I do. It's my job. I'm not scared of you being great. Go be great. And don't think you got to sneak because I'm going to be offended. Right? I've had people come and, and do whole projects with all, all my people. <laughs> never acknowledge me, never sow in to declare victory and, and build whole ministries that I've helped build. Never say nothing. Listen, mandatory, but you catch way more when you got support from a platform that's already established. Why have to rebuild it? I'll tell you what to do. Right? So when we think about this this whole service thing, I'm here to serve. Every single method on this list, I use them all. Just depends on who I'm talking to. For you, you may master something very specific, but you dare not live week after week and not extend the invitation to Jesus to somebody at least one day a week. You you should have 52 folks under your belt at least. That should You should write that number down. Put it on your mirror. I owe the kingdom. I owe the kingdom 
you you really owe them three hundred and sixty-five if we just keep it one hundred. At minimum twelve, one a month, right? At and that's at minimum. You should at least have twelve to a credit to your lifestyle, a relationship you build, a conversation you have, a service you've given. Um, Whatever it is, somebody's life should be impacted. The kingdom should be being enlarged because somebody watches you, (laughs) right? Because somebody's connected to you, because somebody's had a conversation with you, because somebody's had an argument for you, somebody had a question for you, right? So so that being said, again, I'm going to ask if you guys can and will. Can we be a blessing? To this young lady who was fighting for her whole entire life, um, on top of um, asking God, where are you in this? On top of fighting for her life, um, going through a process, right? And being a mother and having been a wife and having been completely abandoned in the middle of that process. Can we do um, what is most important? Can we be? the hands and feet of Jesus up today is a good day to do it because technically, and I'll teach on this probably uh, in the next couple of weeks, uh, when we, when we fast, um, we are supposed to be giving. When we fast, we are supposed to be um, sowing into other people. We're supposed to feeding people. We'll talk about that more. Technically, your fast don't count if you're not serving. Technically, your fast don't count if you're not giving. So that being said, I hope that something that I said blessed you, encouraged you, empowered you, inspired you, convicted you, made you hella uncomfortable, made you think to yourself, I am whack, and I ain't disciple, I ain't evangelized, I ain't doing none of that. I hope it makes you feel like that. Promise I do. I hope it makes you that uncomfortable. Amen. Um, so here's the time that we have set aside uh, for our our men to say good morning, and then right after that, for our um, anybody that may be new to the call, this may be the first time that you've uh, spoken. You may have been on the call a while, um, but hopefully this this conversation smoked you out. Um, and after that, then it'll be kind of an open door. So that being said, if there are any men on the call that would like to say good morning, feel free to do so here. Uh, D, while you have their attention, um, you want to give them the handles to give? Sure. If if, if there's anyone that wants to um, help assist uh, with with this, process with being of service uh, to somebody that actually needs it. The handles are I declare victory now, or you can go to the website and go through PayPal. Um, Yeah, either of the two. Good morning, y'all. Great declaration, sister. Great challenge. Amen. Good morning. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Anybody else? Good morning. God morning. Great morning. Hey. Ouch. 
Ouch. At least 52. At least. Okay, go get your champion. Okay, go get your champion. Anybody else? Any other men? Man, any other men? All right. Um, anybody new to the call that has not yet had an opportunity to say good morning? Maybe you're not new to the call, but you've never spoken before. You want to say good morning? You're welcome to do so. All right. And if not, uh, we'll go ahead and Ali Ali Oxen for you. Anybody, anybody? Good morning, Dion. Kenya. Hey, Kenya. Good morning. Amen. Good morning, Mother. Thank you. Blessings. Happy birthday to your mother. Happy birthday to my mommy. Yes, happy birthday to your mommy. And happy birthday to mm-hmm. me. Hey, everybody. Hey, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Hey, good morning. Yeah, all I can say is ouch. Uh, ouch. I think ouch. Mm-hmm. It's, but yes. It's good. Just fix it. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I got it. Right. At least 52. Y'all quit, quit sending me money. Send it to declare victory. It's not my money. Good morning. This is Juanita. Hey, Juanita. Good morning. Hey, good morning. <laughs> it's fine, Kenya. I'll make sure she gets it, but it's, don't send it to me. Send it to I declare victory now. <laughs> Thank you for, for those of you that have sown so far. I appreciate it. And I'm going to send it to her as soon as the call ends. Top of the morning, um, Dee Dee. Hey, girl. Hey. hey. Top of the morning. Hey, this girl. Hey. Um, hey, can I request a prayer on this line? Have a seat. Sit down. So, so wait until can I we say? do this first, okay. and then. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll I'll remember to to come back. To oh. Okay, beautiful declaration. I loved it. Um, it's always a, a privilege and a blessing to hear you. Um, it's all good in the hood. <laughs> oh, Amen. Dee, did you Amen. get a chance to print those? Was you going to print some cards or some pamphlets or something for me? Remember yeah, you can, you can go. I'm not going to print them. You have to print them. The oh. only thing I do is create them. You can download the template. You can send it to Kinko's. You can send it to, um, uh, what's the name of the other one? Any any local printer. Um, you can yeah. even go to Vista Print and get some printed for nine dollars, five hundred of them, literally. Go to where? And the first, go to VistaPrint.com. Um, I'll actually put the instructions on the website for locations you can actually send um, things oh. to print for the sake of evangelism. So just to invite somebody okay. to the call. It, listen, this, this is one of the beginning ways you guys can help with regard to discipleship and evangelism just for people that want to come here. I make a flyer for every single person that shares every month. Right? We update the banners. Share a flyer. It's simple. Share it every week. Right? Share it consistently. 
I, listen, this ain't about me promoting me. I don't, I'm not, that's not me. I, I don't care about that. What I care about is people coming into the experience and the exposure of knowing that everybody ain't trying to send you to hell. Everybody ain't come to condemn you or talk about you or belittle you or make you feel stupid for not knowing. It's, that's not that. We are here to grow people up in the faith. So that when, when things come, when life happens, you have the capacity to, to hold on. You have the c- capacity to keep believing, keep trusting God. That's that First Timothy um, 3 and 5, right, where we, we ought to be prepared to give an answer about why we believe, why we hope, right? But you can't know until you're taught, right? You've got to understand in order to be able to share it. Because some people don't share it because they're not confident in what they know. We want to make sure you're confident mm-hmm. in what you know, if that makes sense. Amen. Anybody else want to mm-hmm. say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. Go go ahead. Whoever just said uh huh. Who who was that? Sabrina. Oh yeah, that was me. Okay. The uh, uh, let me go okay. on mute. Okay. Okay. Oh, wait. 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 Yeah. 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 What's the cash? I declare. I declare victory now. I declare okay. victory now. Amen. For anybody else you. that wants to give. Amen. Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning, Dion. It's Carla. Hey, good morning. Anybody else? Good morning, it's Megan. I, I can't. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Hey, good morning, Dion. It's Jubilant. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Ju. Good morning. Good morning. It's magnificent. Good morning. It's joyful. Hey, joyful. Good morning. Amen. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary? Good morning, Deanna. It's Kenya again. Most of the reminder that I need to incorporate the Bible and the scriptures into my prayer. Um, I'm still kind of praying out of feeling, like you said, and that is something I'm going to work on. And I have been inviting people. I think I'm on like five this month. So I'm trying. I'm stepping up and I'm getting them in. Good. That's what's up. That's That's what it's about. That's all it's about. You're not responsible for the growth track. You're just responsible for giving them to Jesus. Amen. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary. We're in love, life, and victory now. Hey, girl. Hey. I'm going to give my testimony hey, real girl, quick. Hey. hey, Grace Sheridy. And I was just thinking yesterday, I was just driving. I was just like, when I went to drop the supplies off for the outreach, and I was just like, mm, I knew it was a Holy Ghost setup. But when I got over there and started unpacking the stuff, and then you just asked me a question. The Holy Spirit checked me for Gorilla Teddy Bear. I'm going to say evangelized me in a chokehold and just gave me some truth, but I wasn't offended. I went in love. So I, I get what you were saying. I, I I know I know what you do, and I appreciate it. It's, it's, not, it's not to harm us, but it's actually to help us grow. So I love you, sis. I love you, too. I appreciate you.
Anybody else? <laughs> Toya, you get on my nerves. <laughs> my cereal is hey, just sis. fine, thank you. Hey. Hey, thank you for this morning. I'm like EK and everybody else. If you can't say amen, say ouch. You did so much, but thank you for breaking down when you talked about the intellectual. All that you said, and when you talked about uh, Brother Will Coleman, I laughed because I, too, understand that overthinking. I love his teaching because it makes me study, right, study differently. Mm-hmm. But you um, reminded us about evangelism and and, and just being more mindful um, of everything. I'm, I'm sewing in, in our girl, that's just a whole nother. Ooh, I'm being sick about that. Nothing to do but mm-hmm. sow and give and pray and, and ask and just know God's going to, even in this, we're going to see the glory of the Lord. Mm-hmm. But I thank you, sister, for her being not, you're not a bully. You're just loving, you know what I mean? To just make me check myself in ways to grow and know who I reach. And when you're talking about just the different um, that that was good. I think that needs to be a whole another month. When you talk about the different types of evangelism, is key too. So I just appreciate you mm-hmm. for who you've been in my life, and I'm so glad that I'm growing. And God put me with these babies to check me even further. If that makes sense, because I have to learn patience. I have to learn, you know what I mean, to just be still and be quiet. So I, I just thank God. There's so much going on, but I thank God for this morning. And like I told you yesterday, you never know who, who's watching when you're going through stuff. Because when my few text me, sure. I promise you, you just never know whose life you've blessed. So I love you, sis. That's all I got. My babies are calling me. So I'm going in the room. <laughs> okay. Diddy, she is a bully. <laughs> what you trying to say, Dawson? What I wasn't trying, trying to say that. Really? I, I wasn't trying to say that. I said it. <laughs> But I'm a nice bully. I'm I'm kind. Well, I'm not nice. Amen. I'm kind. Amen and ouch. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's all it's all for the good. Hey, Dion. Yeah, it is for the good of the kingdom. Hey, Glow. I got your Hey, hey. You. Good morning. Hi. I love you. Hi. I lo- Listen, <laughs> I, I appreciate all of your all of your whichever one you are you come at me in <laughs> i may not like it at the moment but i appreciate mm-hmm. it because it's blessed me and made me it's made me um pay attention to dig look see what's there what's not there mm-hmm. and address it mm-hmm. so i appreciate you and it's 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 blessing me in my growing process and it's made me appreciate and understand that this growing process is for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So I'll never arrive. I just continue to grow and appreciate him for what he's doing and how he how mm-hmm. how God has blessed my life with you as a gift. I was thinking the other day about um, the first time I met you. And I was like, wait a minute. You know, the whole little drama scene. It wasn't drama. It was it was major, mm-hmm. but to have to go mm-hmm. and, and console my child. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a big deal. That being first ministry, yes. Mm-hmm. It was. It was mm-hmm. a very it was big, a big deal, deal, and I thank God because at the moment when you told me go ahead, I was like, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm stunned myself. But I thank God for mm-hmm. being able to move, and I appreciate. And I I I. I want to thank my sister, Dee Dee, 
for connecting me with Mm -hmm. Declare Victory. I appreciate Mm -hmm. you for that. It's one of the greatest gifts I've ever received. So I appreciate Mm -hmm. you, and I love you too, Dee Dee. And I love you, Dion, and all of the Declare Victory family. And I'm going back on mute. Okay. Love you. Mm -hmm. Mm Bye-bye. Love you more. (laughs) Bye-bye. Anybody else? Good morning, Dion. This is Tracy. Good morning. Hey, Tracy. Hi. Thank you so much for um, that powerful declaration this morning. I was listening to you, um, and I had to. I said I had to say something because when I had when I was going through stuff, Denise Smith was like, "This is the number you need to call." And I watched, and I sat back, and I and I. looked at you and Deb and Tanya and all of the rest of the women. And I was like, man, I want to be like that. I want to be powerful Mm -hmm. in the word. I want to be, and you guys just kept planting and sowing. And I kept sucking it in because that's what I always needed to be around powerful women. And my my aunt, who is now in hospice, was a bishop. And when I was younger, I fell into this family when I was 13 years old. And all we used to do was go to church. We went to church on Wednesday nights for Bible study, and Friday nights was uh, uh, fasting and tarrying. Saturday was choir rehearsal, and Sunday we was in church from 12 to 4. And I'm like, Lord Jesus, nobody needs to be in church for four hours. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> all of that, from that time up until now, I'm going to be 59 years old next month. And I'm just so grateful because everything that you guys, guys have shown me, I have given back. I tag everybody every day. I send stuff every mm-hmm. day. I minister to people in a mm-hmm. different way. I'm not like, you know, I don't, I pray my I pray to God, but I pray and I pray for people. Um and I'm just like I got this from watching and observing. So planting the seed, like you said, and then letting it harvest, that's exactly what has happened. So I just wanna thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big deal. Um and I don't I don't know if it's if it's okay for me to share <clears throat> the the <clears throat> the time that I came to the hospital, Tracy. Do you mind? Nope, you can share it. That's fine. There there was a season in in Tracy's life um where she was in the middle of transitioning out of um a a, a not so great scenario or situation. But so much so that it, it physically landed her in the hospital with her heart performing at 25% of its capacity, literally. I'm not, I'm not making this up. She's on the line. And I remember going to John Muir because that's where she was um, and, and us having a conversation, um, whether or not you all know it, uh, sometimes uh, because of how the enemy operates, he will create a physical impairment to get you to Jesus, right? Um, Jesus allows certain things. And so uh, whether or not we know it, um, sometimes life and its circumstances, you see it manifesting as diabetes or a heart condition or um, a blood pressure issue or gout or cancer, right? There are things that God tries to get to, but if there's nobody that's willing to operate from a place of service, 
Some of you are called to hospital hallways. Some of you are called to nursing home beds. Some of you are called to children's parents who are hospital moms like I was, right? Some of you are called to uh, the basketball court, uh, whatever it is. But if you're not in position, the people that you are called to minister to never get the information that they need to keep hoping, i.e. premature death because of conditions and situations. And so I got to watch Tracy um, go from hopelessness to hope, from brokenness to hope, um, to uh, every week. You know, sometimes God will unction you to pick up the phone and call somebody. That's an, that's an act of evangelism. It's an act of service. It's an act of um, being accessible enough that you are a key or paramount to drawing someone to the loving kindness of Jesus. The word says this, by my loving kindness have I drawn thee, right? But if we never experience the love of Christ through a person, right, we don't know that it's real. We don't know that it's, um, it's possible. Right, and so um, to to watch Tracy um, here, you know, as as a flight attendant, to watch going through um, some of the radical reboot classes that that I've been um, commissioned to, to house and to hold, watching people grow has been the benefit of operating in 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 evangelism and discipleship, and so today it, it is amazing to see her. Um, at full health, that that's no longer her struggle. Her heart is no longer operating. Listen, your heart can be so broken that it will operate at 25% capacity in real life as a fit <laughs> from the outside person. It's the real thing. Amen. Thank you for allowing me to share, Trey. Anybody else before we get ready to wrap it up? Hey. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. So, this, <laughs> A little mercy. <laughs> listen, this ate me this morning. Like, what's four plus four? Oh, what's four 26 plus four? for most people. Listen, you <laughs> ate. Okay, you ate. Um, and it just, like, the, and this was my kind of vibe. Like, I'm going to just say this. Like, it's one thing to, like, evangelize is one thing to, you know, bring people into the fold and invite people into the fold. And then it's another thing to understand and be confident and comfortable in the direction that God has, like, graced you with, because we all have that. Like you talked about, we all have the grace for our capacity. Like, there's, everybody has essentially, like, there's, like, levels of, you know, okay, this is my top way of evangelizing. This is, okay, this way, I'm Mm -hmm. cool with this way, but um, I could probably lead a, use a little more refining, right? And then, okay, this way I probably mm-hmm. probably try to stay away from it. And the only way I would do it this way is if the Holy Spirit literally was like, this is the way you need to approach this. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's so key because, like, just in our different walks, like, everybody's different, but it's always interesting. I love, I love to see and I love to experience and be around when you and Tanya be, like, hook line and sinking people like I think it's so funny and it's so dope and it's so cute and it's so like it's so out there because it's it's like y'all will literally go in atmospheres where like it's not normal to you know evangelize like 
little little Jesus's little sisters. That's what y'all are. And y'all literally be going in the like it it just cracks me up. I be talking to T about it all the time, like, Ooh, why they just went in a club and was um remember when y'all came to Charlotte? <laughs> yeah. And and turned the turned the club out. You hear me? We we turned the club. You talking oh about Oh my god. We we just had a whole that's prayer no, line. That is nobody's business. That is nobody's oh business. Raven has never been able to hold a secret. You can't get it. It ain't a secret what God can do. If there is no secret what my God can do. Okay, if y'all didn't win a soul, then I, I wouldn't have told you. Okay, but a soul came to, came to its own entrance of the gate because y'all was in there uh, evangelizing and witnessing <laughs> unto the people. Okay, so that is, that is a, listen, there was a purpose in that. I love it. I love it. I love it. And it just, it makes me so happy that I know y'all because y'all just so cute. <laughs> that is so funny. Hey, man. Hey, man. Who, who was that? You said, hey, Dion. <laughs> well, that was me. Good morning, everybody. Um, hey, morning, you, y'all. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, you can hear yeah. me. <laughs> so, mm, um, girl. I want to thank you for, uh, I like when Dion said, not Dion, when he said, um, you can't say amen, say out. I don't know where y'all be getting those little sayings from, but y'all be cracking me up. Uh, I like that. And I thank you for, you know, as usual. And this morning, I was, um, the couple things you said this morning, you said, I need to be inviting 52 people a week. And I'm thinking, 52 people? So then my mind no, a year. Yeah, yeah. And uh go on Facebook and just put an open announcement. <laughs> Everybody mm-hmm. PFBC. That's one way I could do that, right? Um, but as you were talking this morning, I had been you know, you send people text messages, you meet people in various places. And this one brother uh has been um he was just texting me out of nowhere, Good morning, God loves you, blah, 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 right? Um, and so we're on the this. And so as I'm sitting here listening to you, I say, hey, check this number out, call this number, um, and put yourself on mute and just listen to this prayer call. So I don't know if he's put on the line or not, but he just texted me and he said, oh my God, I'm so excited to be able to hear these amazing stories. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> I said, mm-hmm. that's my for the day, right? Uh, so thank you. Mm-hmm. Somebody just told me when he texted me this morning, invite him to the call. He talking about Jesus. Invite him to the call, right? Amen. So, mm-hmm. That's it. I love you guys. That's, that's good stuff. I love you more, sis. Thank you for sharing. That was great. And if you are on the call, sir, we are honored to have you. Um, and I pray that not only you come back, uh, but but I pray that you feel encouraged, persuaded. If you never call again, that somebody, obviously you are operating in evangelism, and sometimes that's the simple message, is a text message, an inbox message. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but even um, Phil, Phil Watson, um, his online ministry and you know for some of you that that have not yet garnered the courage yet to open your mouth and to tell of his goodness 
even on your social media platform. It's a form of evangelism, and it counts, and it has the ability um, to reach the masses. When, when God's wind blows, um, sometimes people take your name and carry it to the nations, the places that you never thought that it would go. God is the giver of promotion. Right, and so in this age where everybody's vying for attention uh, and worried about branding, at the end of the day, um, we have the ability to reach the masses. It's just a decision, right? It's what's most important to you. Growing your business is great, but growing the nation is better. Securing your soul. Now, when you take care of God's business, he takes care of yours. And and the more you tell of his goodness, the more you live your faith out loud, the greater revelation um, those that come in contact with you, those that encounter you, um, will start to be impacted. So just don't be afraid to share what you believe and why you believe it. Right? Somebody has a speaker. speaker. Um, if you could if just you mute, mute, mute your mute phone your for me. I remember, I remember one, one, one day, day in, in praise, praise and worship, worship rehearsal. rehearsal. Somebody, Somebody needs to mute their phone. Their phone. You're feeding back. back. Jill, can you find that? I don't have my glasses on and I'm downstairs. Let me see if I can find it. Hold on. But uh, we were in praise and worship rehearsal. And Yolandra was standing there. I was praying. Hold on one second, y'all. This feedback is wearing me out. Out. Let me see. Um, where is it? Um, did we find it? Did we find it? Okay, she found it. Excellent. Um, we were in. We were in part. Oh no, 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 no. We didn't find it. Let's see. Is that it? Let's see, let's see. And, and Yolanda said, said, oh, man, that ain't it. Where is it at? Mm. If that isn't it, let's see, let's see. Um, um, she, she said, said man, man, I can't I can, I can pray I can like Dion. <laughs> oh, you dropping off. Okay, let me see. Oh, I can't find it, and it's bad. And so now when when I hear her pray, it excites my heart. Um, Because now she just prays like Yolanda. (laughs) And it's more than good enough. It's perfect. All right, so because I cannot find this... uh... Oh, here it go. I found it. Hey man, let me see. Did I find it? Yeah, I found it. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary? Dion, this is Juanita. Um, thank you for sharing this morning. I actually, um, you know, I never thought of it uh, as evangelizing um, at one point, just sending out these text messages I do on a daily basis, yeah. kind of like this Monday through Friday. So sending out uh, just a inspirational, you know, text. I have gotten phone calls. When I first started it, it was just, you know, occasionally. And then I started getting calls where people would say, oh, how did you know that I needed to hear that mm-hmm. today? And thank you. Or, 
people mm-hmm. would be crying mm-hmm. or, you know, little things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. I said, you know, I never really took it um, to that point. And my my um, messages has gotten so long. Like, I have so many people now that are on my right. um every day that is just, it has grown so big and people look forward to them. If I don't, like I, I missed somebody one time, I was trying to take a lot of stuff off my phone and I had took some people's names off. And a lady had approached me when I was in my hometown and she said, hey, you stop texting me. And I need you to put stop <laughs> texting me. She said, I need those texts every day. She said, I know I don't say anything. I said, well, I don't need you to say anything. I'm I'm not doing it for mm-hmm. that. And I said, I really didn't realize it. And, you know, you know, until people started calling and texting and telling me, hey, that helped them. So I said, well, Lord, you can give me a ministry that I didn't know that I was mm-hmm. doing, but I can't keep it up. And um, and um, just recently, Sunday, I joined PBFC, which I've been going anyway, and then mm-hmm. actually, actively remember that they were shocked that I was actually not a minister. <laughs> they were like, oh, you, right. you just greeted me at the door. You did And I was like, yeah, I've been doing greeting, but I wasn't a member officially. So, yeah, so teaching um, mm-hmm. is powerful and definitely learning and growing, and that's something, you know, that I want to continue to do. And um, just thank you uh, for sharing this moment. Love you. Amen. Amen. Good stuff. Good stuff. And, and P.F. BC. <laughs> it, oh, it's a wonderful starting place. <laughs> I better get that right. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, it's good stuff. And one thing I'll say about PSBC, highly relational. Um, highly, highly relational. Um, and and for those that, that may never have visited or, you know, heard of PSBC, um, very community. Uh, they are actually uh, probably headed back now, but they went to Israel. Uh, a lot of PSBC members um, have been in Israel for about a week. But the one thing I love about PSBC, um, it, it was my introduction to small groups, which is life-altering. If you've never been in a small group-type um, setting, it is small communities that are cultivated from one body. It is literally what Declare Victory has been for the last 10 years. We just happen to be small groups online. Um, and, and so that being said, um, it, it is a wonderful thing to have community as it relates to um, building your faith and, and getting to a place where evangelism is not only effective, but it is life-altering um, and, and can be um, changed the entire constructs of how you think and how you engage people in this season and how you share your faith. So some people may never go to church, but because Declare Victory is like a small group, it takes away from the pressure. Because Declare Victory does not um, eliminate or it eliminates the pressure of being in a crowded room. Um, and, and people feeling as if they're judged. So, you know, like I said, it's a, it's a great segue to the reintroduction to church and what church can be. Amen. Anybody else before we get ready to wrap up? Yeah. Yeah, hey. it's Didi again. Okay, go ahead. 
I wanted to just tell you. I heard Didi and who else was that? Jacqueline. I'll be in. I'll be on deck. Jacqueline. Okay. 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 I just wanted to say when you uh, about um, inviting people in the church and all that, and when you talked about how people ask you (laughs) what churches you go to, you you're like me. You know, I'm a member of the Bible and it happened since '96. Yeah, but I laughed mm-hmm. because I was just with Ricky Lynn from Bakersfield, and he asked about you, so I had to laugh. Because when you talked about, well, I can't send you that because they meant they uh worship service before <laughs> four hours. But <laughs> I do get it because it's like I have a Richmond church, which is PFBC. When I go to the actual building, because I like you said, I like his teaching. But there, there does, it does make a difference, and I know because I was a greeter for so long that I I sense, like you said. When you said you walk in some churches and you get a morgue smell, Dion, I didn't know that's what that was. Like, I was at work going, what? That's mm-hmm. what's wrong when I go to some places and you smell dead things. So I just thank you for that. Mm-hmm. So I'll let your boy, because he's been asking about you over at the, at the revival. I got to send him an inbox. I got to send him an inbox message. I usually send him one every now and then. And, and y'all think them little inbox messages are irrelevant? I'm telling you. You'd be surprised. I, uh, just a quick little shout out in the inbox can encourage somebody to keep going. Promise. You hear that little unction, Holy Spirit is is provoking you to contact so and so. You arguing with yourself, talking about I'm tripping. They gonna think I'm a little crazy. Honey, let them think it. Who cares? Be obedient. Amen. Go ahead, Jack. Jacqueline. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Um, Good morning. I was trying to decide if I really wanted to reference this, but it keeps coming up. So I'm going to tell you about the crumbs that Hansel and Gretel Gretel used to get back home because as meaty as the shares are, um, as you talk, and then there's like these morsels or popcorn bits that get dropped along the way. And so my prayer is that everybody grabs it. I thank God for the grace that's on your life. Um, to make room for other people to be who they are in the kingdom. And there's something about the impartation, I feel like, of boldness that comes from being around you, that it helps other people to be the boldest version of themselves by listening to you and the way that you minister, how real it is. And so I pray that today we didn't just hear, uh, but that we're going to actually do it, that people are thinking of ways that they can find the one for this week if it's the server, uh-huh. if it's your Uber driver, you know, like instead of, not uh-huh. instead of, instead of, we're not copycatting, we can, but there's all kind of creative uh-huh. and unique ways. So don't let the enemy cause you on the line to think that I can't invite nobody. Yes, you can. Cause you interact, you see somebody every day. You, or you have access uh-huh. to them. Uh-huh. So my prayer is that we really pick up these morsels that you drop. Um, and I thank God for, the individual grace to be who we are, and for and God is waiting for us to show up. My son suffered a a, mm-hmm. a, a broken clavicle as a result of a of a missed block by someone. This is how serious it is when we're not in position. Somebody else can get hurt. And lastly, the rich man who mm-hmm. didn't honor God and saw that poor man. We got to evangelize now because once he got to hell, he looked up. When he was denied his tongue mm-hmm. being cooled off mm-hmm. with water, he said, well, at least can you go back and tell my brothers? They said, no, how are you going to believe a dead mm-hmm. man? If you, he, They got to believe while they're breathing just like you could have and you didn't. So here you go. Mm-hmm. So come on. We got breathing folk all mm-hmm. around us. Let's get the word out. Evangelize. Let's Thank you, Dion. It's done. It's the truth. It's the truth. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff and a big deal. 
while we are yet alive. Open up your mouth loud. Cry aloud. Spare not. Somebody's life is at stake because you are silent. Come on. Come on. Anybody else? Hey, Shell again. Hey, when you was like, they worship too long. Mm-hmm. I'm going to invite you to my church for sure. I'm going to prepare you. But some of them you can look and see that they just not going to get it together to come into the building. So there I am with the clear victory. Mm-hmm. Honey, you can just get on the line. You don't have to say nothing. You can mute your line. Just mm-hmm. get on. You don't have to just roll out your bed and be at attention. So, yeah, that's right there right. believe me that's the stepping stone because a lot of them just feel like mm-hmm. you know this pandemic has people just feeling some kind of way but if they that little bit of hope that they can just pick up their phone while they scrolling and you know the holy spirit are unction them get on the line in the morning wake up i know my daughter told me she said i kept waking up at six o'clock and i didn't understand why and then i invited her to declare victory and she was like mom that was it so yeah, you never know, you know, who you need to tell, you know, about mm-hmm. um, evangelize too. So, yep. Mm-hmm. I can start. Yeah. It's, it's real stuff. It's real stuff. Any final thoughts before we close out? Hey, good morning, um, Deanna's persistence. I just want to um, concur what Jackie said about, Jacqueline said about there's a grace upon your life that allows people to be themselves in the kingdom and to grow. Because as you were talking this morning, um, the Holy Spirit's been talking to me about me and what stops me from being me and why. And I was going to um, Facebook you and tell you a little, just a a one-liner or two-liner of what I'm saying now. I bumped into somebody on my way yesterday who knows me and knows you. And I know this person who knew my family um, and said to me, so you rocking with Dion right now? And I said, I just kind of looked at her like, how you know that, right? And she said, yeah, that's a, that's a, uh, her name is Sabrina. You know Sabrina. And she says, uh, Sabrina here in Richmond. But anyway, she says uh, with the um, her ministry is going to Haiti. So uh, she says to me, uh, yeah, she's a real cool lady. She's really cool. And I didn't say much. I just said, <clears throat> I've been I've been on the line for, you know, since COVID. I'm prior to COVID and during COVID. And I I told her who referred me to the line. And she says, oh yeah yeah, I know him. Yeah, they they cool like that. And I says, okay, thank you. I mean, yeah, good, good to see you. We went on about our business. But I'm saying all this to say this is a girl who wasn't allowed to be herself because being herself didn't quite fit in. So years, 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 I got that message. So I'm uncomfortable a lot of times in my own skin. I'm uncomfortable mm-hmm. stepping out a lot, even though I do it. Mm-hmm. I still am uncomfortable with it. But through Declare mm-hmm. Victory, it's allowing me to even voice this, to even say this, because it's a breaking. Um, so I just appreciate when um, Jacqueline said that, because I wasn't going to say anything, but I appreciate it when she said that, because there's truth in this. 
ministry, that you can step out and grow and be yourself. I'm even uncomfortable with my praying because I'm not used to that voice coming out. That's not who I am. I just know when I spend time with him in the morning and I get up in the morning and I meditate and I spend time not knowing which way, how he's going to use me, which way it's going to go. I just know I sense his power. And I tell people that when I pray, I sense his power. I can't even explain it. I don't know. It's not me. I don't even like it. Because I feel like I have to answer to it. I have to justify it. I have to reason it. When I know better, I've read enough to know better. I don't have to. So, but anyway, I just want to appreciate you because um, it's allowing me to step into it. I also appreciate my sister Jackie for stepping up. I, I, I appreciate Mindset Momentum, all of this. And today's, yeah, steel toe boots in my, yeah, ouch, super ouch. <laughs> Cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's, it's absolutely okay. It's better than okay, actually. And everybody has their own process, right? But you get out of everything what you put into it. The more time you spend with him after a while, you don't have to worry about your boldness because he becomes bold in and through you. Give yourself permission, right, to operate in the fullness uh, that comes with kingdom living, kingdom building, um, and, and kingdom growth. It's, it's an amazing process. An amazing process. Amen. All right, y'all. So we, we've come to the end of the road. It is 7.52. I pray that something is said today that will empower you, encourage you, inspire you, um, but more than anything, incline you to go into the deeper things of, of the knowledge of Christ um, so that someone will benefit from your experience, from your testimony, from your freedom, um, and, and so much more. Give yourself permission to be everything that God called you to be in advance and do it in such a way that somebody is um, impacted by your yes. It's a really big deal. You are necessary for the kingdom. Um, Don't ever let anyone tell you you are not qualified. Something about you uh, consistently, continually living and overcoming everything that you've overcome is useful to the kingdom. So, Um, I pray that today is filled with opportunities for you to be the Jesus that somebody needs to see. Again, today is our fasting day. Thank you for those that have given um, so that we can be a blessing to um, the person that I I shared. Again, I won't say their name. As it stands right now, we have uh, $475 that we'll be able to send her um, I know her rent. I sent her 150 on yesterday just from the clear victory and what's already in the reserves. Um, but we'll be able to send her that and prayerfully it'll at least make an impact in her um, in her rent disparity for, for this month. I don't know um, what will happen next month. But I thank God for each of you. Thank you all for sowing seed. Um, he gives seed to the sower. 
Um, the more you give, the more he gives to you. Um, again, this is not about, this is not declare victory money. This is all for a person um, that is in, in dire straits and dire need. And so I thank you all for willing to be the hands and the feet of Jesus and, and us being able to provide one of those methods of evangelism that I talked about, and that is acts of service. Sometimes people don't need you to tell them, well, honey, just pray about it. No, no, no. Run me something tangible <laughs> that I can say when I was down. Not only did God do it, but he did it in such a way that um, that I would not have anticipated or expected. So, again, I thank each of you um, for for sowing. Um, I pray that God would multiply it a hundredfold. I pray that he would blow your mind. Amen. I pray that he would blow your mind. Um, so that being said, uh, I pray that you go and you go in love. Um, be the Jesus that somebody needs to see. Um, make sure that you are um, conscious that somebody needs your yes today, not tomorrow. Um, don't put off for to, uh, tomorrow what you could actually do today. It, it does matter, okay? All right. All right, guys. Love you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you again for joining us. We'll meet right back here at 5 p.m. Um, and, and if today's share blessed you, um, share the, the website information, share the flyer, share the playback information, declarevictory.org or declarevictory.blog. You could even text ddsharice.com, D-D-S-H-A-R-I-C-E.com. Uh, they'll be able to find the playback right there. All right, guys, so I'm sending Michelle $475. Thank you to each and every one of you who sold again. And we'll be right back here tomorrow, same bad station, same bad time. I love you, but I promise God loves you the most. Have a great day, everyone. Love you Have all. A Have a good day. Walk in victory. Have a good day. Wait while you wait Wednesday. Have a good day. All right. Bye, guys.